Is the environment you're placing your ads the most effective it could be for your brand? Research shows premium digital environments deliver superior memorability, leading to attitude change and driving purchase intent. When you're looking to make a lasting impression, think premium digital. Visit thinkpremiumdigital.com.au to find out more. Start the week with Unmade. Setting the agenda for the week in media and marketing. Today, is Seven about to get into bed with NBC Universal? Lachlan Murdoch's Nova Revenues revealed. And Paramount reveals its Australian plans for 2023. Unmade. It's Monday, October 3rd, 2023. I'm Abe Beauty, and good morning, Tim Burrows. Good morning, Abe. Lots of uh, lots of new starts today. It's a new week. It's a new month. It's a new quarter. And it's uh, an era of five new time zones in Australia. <laughs> it is an era of five new time zones. I just I had a couple of days in Perth, so that was confusing enough. And they didn't even change the clocks while I was in Perth. But it felt like I was coming back to a whole different place when I got back to the eastern states. It takes a while for the body clock to adjust, doesn't it? It does. And we've also got, uh, you just heard our first live read and um, Abe as our new regular voice now, uh, now stepping in for Damo as he um, has a uh, shift of his career emphasis, carries on with uh, Unmade, as we've talked about before, working on uh, uh, event side of things, but uh, no longer with us in the day to day. So um, Abe, um, well, thank you very much for, uh, for, for, for joining me for this each week. And um, where should we start today? Well, let's start with Lachlan Murdoch's Nova Radio. We've learned a bit more about how that company is going, Tim. Yeah, this is something in the Sydney Morning Herald and the age this morning. Uh, so I think I suppose the, the amount of transparency we get from media businesses, really the biggest single difference is whether they're listed on the ASX or not. Um, now, um, although News Corp, of which Lachlan Murdoch is a, major executive obviously is listed he owns nova radio or nova entertainment as the group is correctly called privately so it relies on uh, data which is lodged with the australian securities investments commission or asic to um, find find a, a bit of information about these companies later so we have now learned um some information about nova's numbers for 2021 and it's worth being clear we're not talking about the financial year just gone we're talking about the year that ended in december 31 december 2021 um a a little uh, a a little while back so um we're really comparing the 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 first sort of slight return to normality after the revenue nightmares of covid um and what we saw was uh, revenues reported of uh, $183.5 million for Nova. And Nova owns both the, the Nova and Smooth FM networks. And then reporting, a, which is which is down a bit on, you know, pre-pandemic times, but also reporting a profit of $22.6 million, which doesn't sound like very much until you notice that that also includes paying another Murdoch company license fees 
of 19.2 million so there's a bit of a um there's a bit of a shuffling going on of where the revenues uh go but uh but nonetheless a um profitable business in what's still a little bit of a challenged sector and so how does nova stack up against the other commercial uh, fm radio networks yeah, I was thinking about that because we you, you've obviously got Southern Cross Stereo, which owns um, the Hit Network and the Triple M Network, and you've got uh, Australian Radio Network, which is owned by HTNE, and that's the company behind um, Kiss and then the kind of the Gold Network. Now they are bigger, um, you know, of the of the of, of the three. This sort of suggests, looking at these numbers, that Nova is smaller. Now, it's hard to make direct comparisons because, for instance, the most recent set of numbers from SCA were actually for the financial year ending in June. So, in other words, although they both cover a year, it was six months more recent. So, SCA's numbers, they they saw revenue from what they describe as their audio division. So, obviously, that's both radio and podcasting, and SCA have listener of 519 million which obviously is some way ahead of the 184 million that nova reported which is also you know worth making the point that sca has not just a you know a five city metro network but a regional network as well and profits of 85 million from uh from that segment and then again not a direct comparison but looking at htna um, now this, the numbers I just pulled out, they're, they're, they were just for the half year because again, HTE you know reports on a different cycle to to SCA, and that did about 150 million in revenue for the half and profit of 52. So I suppose what the numbers suggest is that um, Nova is probably third in the market in revenue terms, but. Maybe when it comes to radio, not not as far behind um, HTE as you might expect. Up next, the week in TV. Unmade. So there's lots happening in television this week. Let's start with the AFR's update on the NBC Universal Rights deal. Yeah, we've been waiting on this one for a little while because. Um, these days, there aren't many U.S. studio deals which are out there. You know, one of the things which has, um, I suppose, really um, changed the rights landscape is streaming. Mm. So whereas, you know, four or five years ago, we all thought that um, the big studio deals or the big days of the studio deals was over, suddenly there's this new hunger. So... There's there's been a fair bit of interest on what NBC Universal would do in their next deal. Now this is um you know NBC and the Peacock obviously, and they do have a streaming offering in um, Peacock which hasn't launched in Australia. So this is kind of one of the things that's interesting in this report in the AFR today, which suggests that maybe Seven are closing on the deal, which is is interesting because Seven is the one big TV player which does not have a paid subscription streaming play. So one of the intriguing thoughts in the AFR is, could we actually see Seven become a full, some form of, they don't use the phrase, but joint venture partner with NBCU to launch Peacock in Australia, which I kind of think is interesting. Um, 
But I suppose the only question I'm asking myself is two or three years ago, that was that was a thing which would excite markets, you know, streaming looked like the future. It's now so much more crowded. I find myself wondering um, how excited the market would actually be by a deal like that now. And a big name leaving the nine board. Yeah, a fair bit going on in, in the television industry. If we can count nine as a TV company, obviously it's uh, it's a big multi-platform company. So, yeah, something which broke on Friday, Nick Falloon, who is and is about to be, was the deputy chairman of Nine, is leaving the board. Now, uh, when Nine, and we use the word merged, but culturally it was a takeover, when Nine merged with Fairfax back in, oh, I think it was 2018, Nick Falloon was um, leading the board of Fairfax at the time. So um, it was very much... um, you know, who would get the chairmanship? So we saw um, uh, Peter Costello uh, get the top seat, who'd come from the nine side of things, former treasurer, obviously. Falloon get the uh, get, 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 get the second slot. And at the time, there'd been lots of speculation that he was maybe expecting to get the chairmanship, given that um, at the time the CEO of Nine had got the top seat. So, so that the, 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 there was always a bit of kind of um, conjecture on what his expectations had been there, and then it all kind of reared its head again. Um, oh, a little bit more than a year ago when it was time to replace Hugh Marks as CEO and there were real battles internally that began to leak publicly over who the next CEO should be. It all got a little bit bitter. Um, you saw a couple of sort of embarrassing, you know, leaks about, um, about you know, Nick Falloon's interests and those sort of things. Um, so it, I, I suppose the fact that he is now going to step down from the nine board potentially creates a more united board. But but Nick Falloon staying as chairman of Domain, though. Yeah, so Domain is majority owned by Nine. So this is the um, real estate platform, mm. um, which, you know, contributes a big chunk of, uh, of Nine's, Nine's profits and certainly its market valuation. It's worth something like... Um, uh, $2 billion in its own right, you know, which, which which is not insignificant given that, you know, with the kind of issues that have been in the share market recently, you know, Nine's overall valuation is only about $3.2 billion or something like that. So Falloon will stay as chair of domain, at least for now. Um, so that that feels like it's a sort of partial step back. You, you, you know, one never knows, but you wonder what, uh, kind of conversations or deal making went on behind the scenes to uh, come to that arrangement. They'd leave the nine board, but uh, but stay on domain. But uh, but there we are. So we've done seven. We've had a look at nine. So we might as well have a look at ten. They've got a big week coming up as well. Yes, yes, we're we're in upfront season, so we've already covered uh, nines upfronts a few weeks back, and this week in Sydney it's uh, ten. Or you know, these days they you know they 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 almost certainly for events like this go with the parent branding of Paramount, they're owned by Paramount in the uh, in the US. So the the Paramount upfronts. So I guess looking out for a few things, I 
I find myself firstly just sort of thinking about the what ifs of, you know, imagine if a couple of weeks back they had actually won the AFL rights and they came quite close. Yeah, that would have been a huge, you know, that, 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 that would have been a huge buzz for this event. Whereas now I suppose, you know, we're sort of waiting to hear, okay, well, firstly, you know, what, what is 10 going to do about its third place ratings? So it's a long way between seven and nine and, you know, in, in in large part that's because um it really struggles with um with 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 delivering reliable ratings without a top tier sport i was going to ask you about that i'm glad you mentioned it what does 10 do i mean where, where do you go from from there what, what do they do what's their strategy well i guess they have to keep trying when it comes to 10 so you know the 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 battle of the winter sports, the big winter sports, is lost for a while because NRL is with nine for a few more years yet. Obviously, there's the New Deal, um, which puts um, AFL with, with 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 seven, the renewed deal. So there are other sports to go after. So I'm sure we'll see um, 10 go pretty hard after the Olympics, which are coming up fairly soon. Um, cricket will come up fairly soon and of course that's multi-rights because you've got the international game one day internationals you've got the five day tests you've also got big bash which 10 has had before and arguably the last time that it was well used as a broadcast commodity was under 10 before you know cricket australia got a bit greedy put in too many games the quality of the players fell away so you'd certainly you'd you'd certainly see um see 10 take a look at that along with you know paramount looking at um you know rights that it, it it could own alongside it for paramount plus on the streaming and then, you know, at some point, tennis will come up as well. So so that's a part of it. But then, of course, it's just good commissions. You know, let's remember the last time 10 really turned around its fortunes or a dozen years ago. MasterChef. Was a little show called MasterChef. Exactly that. Yeah, I remember we, I, I read about that and I thought, that'll never work. Uh, that, how wrong I was. <laughs> 100%. I was complete. I, I exactly thought the same thing. So they, you know... Every now and then, you just rely on a programmer's instinct. So, 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 so there could be something, something from that. Um, and then the other thing, I suppose, I'm I'm looking out for, which is a, you know, which speaks to kind of Paramount's, you know, wider offer, is yes, you've got the TV network in ten. Yes, you've got the uh, paying subscription service in Paramount Plus. Um, over in the US and the UK, Paramount also own Pluto TV, mm. which is um, streaming channels of free advertising-supported content, which has become really big in those markets. Um, we've already got Seven does a little bit of the fast channels, um, fast being an acronym. How I always have to think what it is. Free ad supported television yeah that's it yeah so um so that so 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 we've got seven locally in this market is already there started um nine in there up front did make a bit of a vague announcement about fast but it felt more like nine's going to be third to the market so it just wanted to say something uh and i i suspect that one of the big announcements this week will be from um from paramount talking about 
Pluto in some shape or form, whatever the rights arrangements around it are, um, coming into this market. So, so yeah, I'll um, I'll, I'll I'll be trekking into Sydney for that one because I'll be intrigued to uh, intrigued to uh, to hear what they have to say. And that's it for today. But Damien will be back tomorrow with his final edition of Tuesday Data. And we'd love to hear what you think of everything we've been talking about today at letters at unmade.media. That's letters at unmade.media. Don't forget, if you want to support Unmade, you can become a paying member. Go to unmade.media to find out how. Today's podcast was produced with the usual enthusiastic support of Abe's Audio. And you know who Abe is now. (laughs) See you next time. Absolute pleasure, Tim. We'll talk to you next week. Toodle pep. Unmade. Podcast edit by Abe's Audio. Is the environment you're placing your ads the most effective it could be for your brand? Research shows premium digital environments deliver superior memorability leading to attitude change and driving purchase intent. When you're looking to make a lasting impression, think premium digital. Visit thinkpremiumdigital.com.au to find out more.